Yo, what's good guys? Sportcar Tom here, back with another episode. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be sort of something I've already covered on a previous podcast I did with Vincent from Card Hour on Instagram. Um, but for some reason, I couldn't get the uh, audio file to download. Well, it's still downloading, it says it's preparing from stereo, but I think it's going to take a while because it's like a, an hour and a half long. So I'm just going to cover the topics I covered with him. Uh, individually and hopefully upload the podcast with him at a later date um this was just a quick one to discuss champions league results um my thoughts and opinions on some of the games um some of the matches which i thought should have gone different ways potentially or um were surprising to me as an individual so i'm just going to start off i'm going to run through these pretty fast um, Zenit St. Petersburg versus Club Bruges I think I, I'm not sure I said on the original podcast for any of these I can't remember but I'm pretty sure I said Club Bruges um, I think they clutched it at the end 93rd minute they got a, a winner it was 1-1 they, they won 2-1 in the 94th minute Dynamo Kiev versus Juventus Juventus won this 2-0 um, surprising scoreline for me I feel like Juventus should be putting more goals in two past them obviously Ronaldo wasn't on the pitch but they still have enough talent in that team to be doing more damage than that to Dynamo Kiev um, so I was a bit surprised and that was late so that was the 84th minute he only scored the second goal as well so it was close all the way throughout the second half as well uh, moving on um, we had the 8 o'clock kickoff games then for uh, Tuesday um, we had RB Leipzig versus Istanbul. Leipzig won 2-0, expected them to beat Istanbul. Um, Rennes versus Krasnodar. I had Rennes to win this. They drew 1-1. Um, and both goals came beginning of the, first, the second half, so that was surprising um, that Rennes couldn't find another goal to win that. Um, Dor- uh, so Lazio versus Dortmund. Again, surprising. I think I had Dortmund to win this. Um, Lazio actually came, um, um, came with a fire and they beat them 3-1. Um, so interesting one about this is Ciro uh, Ciro uh, Amobile's last Champions League goal was actually like fourteen hundred days ago for Dortmund. So the fact that he actually eventually has now had chance to score in the Champions League and it was against Borussia Dortmund is absolutely mind blowing to me. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. I love that. Uh, kind of poetic because obviously he's had a rough time these last couple of years getting into that Champions League and qualifying and, and obviously everything which happened with his contract uh, so I'm glad he got on the score sheet but Haaland scoring for Dortmund with uh, Giovanni Reiner assisting that so that was um, good to see the youth coming through and actually being able to do some damage but not enough to get the job done uh, Chelsea versus Sevilla nil nil. I kind of expected this one. Sevilla aren't a pullover. I think I predicted Chelsea, but I kind of expected it to be close. Sevilla aren't a pushover team. They beat us in the. They beat Manchester United in the, um, in the Europa in the Europa League semi final. They won the Europa League. They also held Bayern Munich to a one one draw until extra time, where Bayern I think scored in the hundred and fourth minute. So they're not a pushover team. They've got good teamwork. Um, I think that's a fair result. Nil nil. Um, Manchester United versus PSG, or PSG versus Manchester United. Um, 2-1, Marcus, my boy Marcus. Um, I mean, the interesting thing about this game is everyone under, I think everyone underestimated United. I think everyone thought PSG were going to come out and sweep us. And all three of the goals were scored by United players. So, 2-1, we beat PSG. Um, Bruno Fernandes missed a penalty. He got retaken. Controversially, I don't think that should have been retaken. I think they should have just left it how it is. But VAR did their thing. Uh, Bruno stepped up, scored the second one. 
Then Anthony Martial scored an own goal, closed his eyes, headed it into the back of the net from a corner. Absolutely ridiculous, but um, Marcus Rashford come good in Paris. Rashford in Paris is a different Rashford, like, let's be honest, he, he owns Paris. So uh, Kane good, did the deed for us, we got, we got the three points there. Barcelona beat Ferran Varos uh, 5-1, um, and they had a red card in the 68th minute. So Usman Dembele, Pedri, uh, Philip Coutinho, Ansu Fati and Lionel Messi from the penalty spot uh, created the five goals for Barcelona. Um, moving on from that, Salzburg Locomotive Moscow. Um, this is actually Wednesday's game, so I've moved on to now. So this was a 2-2 draw, Salzburg versus Moscow. Um, I kind of expected Salzburg to, to win this one, um, but... I mean, they just seventy uh, fifth minute equaliser. They had more shots, more possession, more shots on target, more passes. They, they looked like they dominated the game, but they just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And now I think this is the biggest upset of the entire two days of Champions League football: uh, Real Madrid versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Um, Shakhtar Donetsk were up three 0 at half time, and they won the game three three two. Um, Absolutely ridiculous. Um, again, another game where Real Madrid had all the statistics in. Like they beat, they had ninety percent pass accuracy, fifty nine percent possession, six hundred and sixty passes, twelve shots, five on target. Um, they absolutely dominated possession, but they just couldn't score. Um, they were three 0 down, like I said at half time. Luka Modric and Vinicius Junior um, made it three two, but they just couldn't find an equaliser, and, and then obviously proceed to that winner. So they lost three two to Shakhtar Donetsk. That is. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, moving on, we had Liverpool versus Ajax. Um, surprising one that Liverpool only beat them 1-0. I thought they would have put a few more past Ajax with the team they've got, but obviously I think they're showing a lot of struggle, a lot of fatigue in that squad. So it'd be interesting to see if they can get things right or they can get things firing a bit better going into the, this week's Premier League fixtures and, and obviously the Champions League next week. Um, moving on from that, we had Man City versus Porto. Porto scored first in the 14th minute. Uh, Sergio Aguero equaled in the 20th of a penalty then Gundogan and um, Ferran Torres scored to make it 3-1 comfortable win um, and then Atalanta Michelin um, we had 4-0 Atalanta um, pretty dominant four different scorers I mean they you know it was a close game possession wise passing wise but obviously that doesn't tell the whole story um, Atalanta beat them 4-0 um, this one kind of upset me uh, not upset me. This is kind of an upset to me. Uh, uh, Olympiacos beating Marseille one nil. Um, I was, I think, I predicted Marseille to win this, so that caught me off guard a little bit. Um, Inter Milan versus Moch and Gladbach two two. Lukaku scoring in the ninetieth minute um, to equalise. I thought they were going to get um, get a win out of that game at least. Um, Lukaku again two goals for Inter Milan. He's showing that continued form from last season. He's ridiculous. He's underrated in the hobby. And I think people should be looking at his cards a bit more. Um, me saying that, I don't own a single Romelu Lukaku card. That is just my opinion. Uh, and the last game was Bayern Munich versus Atletico Madrid. Um, 4-0 Bayern Munich. Uh, they dominated. Um, Komen scoring two. Goretzka and Tolisso with that screamer. That 25, 30-yard screamer. Top corner. Unbelievable. Um, Suarez didn't do much. Jao Felix was very, very... Uh, underwhelming. He didn't. He didn't perform anywhere near what I think anyone's expecting him to. Uh, so it's quite disappointing because obviously a lot of people are expecting him to go on and um, be the next big thing. But 
again another season starting off where he's not showing any sign of of that. I mean, you've got youngsters like Fatty, who's what seventeen, and and, and Harland, who's twenty, who are out outperforming him, and he's the one who won a Golden Boy award. So, um, granted, obviously this year's class of Golden Boy isn't announced till later this year, but I mean, you'd expect more out of someone who you called the Golden Boy, who previous people have won, who have gone on to do at least perform better than he has. So. Uh, interesting. So, um, off topic. Moving on. Um, Tops Chrome Champions League. We've got we've got some big news yesterday. Um, Cardboard Connect. They announced that twenty 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 one. Tops Chrome has been announced for February third, I believe. Um, very interesting. We saw a glimpse of the Ansu Fati um, autograph card. Um, it's going to be very high demand. I think that's going to be his first autographed, his first auto. Um, card, I think that everyone's going to want that in any variant, you know, any sort of variant you can get it on um, depending how low the numbers go, I think it's obviously 1, 3, 250 with uh, Champions League so I think everyone's going to want that Ansu Fati, um, I think the price is going to be ridiculous, but what what's interesting to me is that they've announced that and we haven't even got 1920 Tops Chrome, so 1920 Tops Chrome was set, I think, for 12th of December um, hopefully we get it this time. I mean, I don't think they've announced the release date for twenty 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 one if he didn't have this in place to be released in December. Um, but it's going to be interesting because we're going to get Haaland again after we've already had him in Top's Finest and uh, Top's Chrome Bundesliga. We're going to get him again in this one with Giovanni Reina, who's going to be the most desired card, I think, Reina being the uh, the rookie. Whether or not he gets a rookie stamp, we're, we're yet to see. Um, and obviously... It's going to be interesting because we've only got a three-month period to see what the what the less than three months to see what the prices are going to do for both. Like, are the prices going to come out high for one and low for the other, or is it going to generally bring the overall price up or down? Uh, it's going to be super interesting to see. But with the Champions League being back and games being promoted and people can watch the games, I think it's going to do the card uh, the the hobby a, a lot of good um, individually. I think we're going to see um, a huge uproar in terms of the, the prices of cards and, and see people starting to jump in again as we see players consistently do well or new players break onto the scene and do well and people want to flood into their cards um, so it's going to be interesting then moving into February to see whether or not Haaland gets another card or, or well, I think he will obviously but it, what his prices are going to do because he's, he'll then have three Topps Chrome products um, and again I think I said it on someone's post today um, I think the variants are all going to hold in all three across all three products Tops Chrome Bundesliga, Tops Chrome this year, Top Chrome next year. I think you could pick up a Haaland variant if it's like to 150 to 99 to, to 10 to 25 uh, to 50. Um, and I think they'll all hold some sort of value because Haaland's gonna he's, he's projected to be so good. Um, but it's a case of whether or not we'll ever see them humongous prices. Um, for the later sets being this year's and next year's when he's already got the Topps Chrome Bundesliga. Um, I think people are going to desire the Topps Chrome probably a bit more because it's the entirety of Europe's Champions League and not just one league. Um, but if you're one of them sort of people who likes to have the earliest card, I mean, you should even be looking at his Salzburg card. Um, you could get his Topps Finest Salzburg card, which then replicates obviously him being at Salzburg, but it didn't release till this year. Um, and he obviously alongside that in that same set tops finest he had the Bundesliga um, Haaland card as well so it's uh, going to be interesting to see Ansu Fati probably will not feature in 2019-20 um, even though he did compete he'll probably be they'll probably be saving that for 2021 um, 
which is going to be interesting because I feel like more people are going to hold off for buying, like, saying breaks for Barcelona. They're probably just going to wait for that fatty to come out because you've got a chance then of getting a Griezmann, a fatty, a, a Messi, um, a Usman Dembele if he starts playing and, and they've put him in the product. Um, and obviously, Serginho Dest, I wonder if he'll be in 20, 2021. Uh, I don't think he will with them announcing it. I'll very, be very surprised if he's on the checklist and he's in the, in the set. Um, but I mean, Champions League in general, obviously just me running down through the scores and, and obviously the, the Champions League tops Chrome, which has been announced. It's a very exciting time for the hobby. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be looking at this competition and seeing teams do well and starting to put their money elsewhere, looking to different players, different teams um, and try and find the next sort of trend in the, in the hobby. And this is what I love. I mean, I, this is my first time being on the full cycle of the season. Um, in the hobby so it's exciting for me as well as it is probably for newcomers um, to see what sort of progression we can see as a whole um, all I would say is be responsible don't go you know don't go crazy do your research um, because sometimes just because someone's playing well doesn't necessarily mean they're going to continue to play well um, at the end of the day if you're buying a rookie like Haaland like Fatty like um, even Mbappe I guess even though he's a bit more proven you are you're taking a risk because their career hasn't it's not like Messi and Ronaldo. They could retire today and they would still be considered legends, the best two in the game. Um, whereas Fati, um, Haaland, Felix, um, Mbappe have a long, long way to go. Anything could happen. They could get injured. They could completely drop off in form. Um, and, and, you know, we could you could be there, sat there with our cards, which you're expecting to do so well, but then proceed to do nothing in the, in the, uh, in the hobby. Um, so if you're investing in rookies, I'd say, look, be careful, think about it, do your research and understand that you are taking a huge risk because these players have 10 plus years yet left in their career. Um, so that's just my take. Just a quick breakdown on the Champions League fixture results for this week. So I'm going to try and do this every every week um, and then obviously give my impressions and, and my thoughts on upsets or any games which I expected to go the way they did. Goal scorers, goals which I saw... Um, Bear in mind, I can only really watch four games <laughs> out of the two days, unless I watch like dual streams. But um, I'm going to mainly be watching Manchester United, being a United fan, and probably like trying to catch either a Barcelona, Real Madrid, or Bayern game, uh, even Dortmund. You know, so I'll break down whatever I see with highlights as well. Um, but this has been your boy Sport Card Tom. Um, follow me on Instagram, Sport Card Tom, and uh, I'll catch you next time. Like I said, I've got another episode of Card Hour going to pop up as soon as i can get the download for the the audio file um but for now i hope it's uh this is good enough quality for you guys um with what i'm talking about if you've got any suggestions hit me in the dms let's go uh, i'm willing to listen to anything um any suggestions whatsoever but again take it easy stay safe um and invest safely as well peace